Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 138. Excited to be able to do this episode with you guys. And thanks so much for listening. Um, I know that it probably has been a little bit of time. I mean, not too much time uh, since my last episode. But I'm in my hotel room right now. It is uh, in the morning. Just got done reading the Word. Doing a little bit of prayer time. And uh, man, just excited excited to be able to share with you guys and i got a little bit of a um thing for you guys today uh so and i do have an outline imagine that so i'm not in my car as i traditionally am so this is the first time i actually listen to success edge um thanks so much for joining us you know we're all about helping you live in victory every day because um you know if you're a born again um believer uh in the lord jesus christ then you should be living in victory every day uh hands down and if you're not a born-again believer, I would highly recommend you become a born-again believer. All right? It's real simple. Just ask Jesus to come to your heart, uh, go get water baptized, and then go get spirit-filled. There you go. That's it. Just accept him in your heart. Make him your Lord and Savior. That's it. Bam. So, SEC. So, I want to talk to you guys about a subject called success. <laughs> I mean, imagine that. You know, me talk about success. I mean, that's like... Is it a foreign concept? No, it's not. So the thing is, is I've talked about this multiple times in multiple different ways. And, you know, over the hundred and, you know, 38 now episodes, success has actually been sprinkled through this whole entire podcast. All right. You know, success, God's way. You know, it's been communicated in different ways. It's been, you know, looked at from different perspectives, and this one common theme, I'll have to admit, if I was, you know, uh, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24 years old, I really wish that somebody had got up in a pulpit, or somebody that was a business leader that actually, um, you know, was a, you know, Christian business person had gotten up and actually talked about this, had actually explained success to me, but because that was never done, um, and it might've been done, I just might not have had the ears to hear it at that time, but I can tell you this, that I, I want to deliver this to you. So let me get a quick swig of coffee real quick. Okay. And by the way, I'm pacing back and forth in my room here. Hang on. So, <clears throat> here we go. If I was talking to Tyler McCart when he was 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 years old, I would tell him, this is what I would tell him, don't chase success. Let success 
chase you. <laughs> How about that? Don't chase success, Tyler. Let success chase you. Now, whew, wow, man, I just had a thought that, you know, in regards to this. It was probably whenever I was about, um, oh, I'd say maybe 30, well, it was right around 2018, uh, excuse me, 2008, so about 10 years ago. So when I was about 30 years old, I finally kind of started to gain this concept of not chasing success down um, and letting it, um, you know, letting success chase me down. And also, also seeing myself as already a success that I didn't have to try to be successful. I was already successful. And instead of me sitting there trying to pursue success, just go ahead and receive my success. Now, what I mean by that is in Genesis you know, 39, this was the revelation that hit me between the eyes. And that was, if you look at Genesis 39, you'll see Joseph depicted. You know, guys, if you've ever listened to me, I, you know, I really enjoy Joseph's life. I enjoy the whole study of the whole life. I spent basically about three years where that every morning, virtually almost every morning for about three years, I read, you know, some passage somewhere it talked about Joseph's life. Just meditated on his life. Now, if you read that, there's a key scripture that really unlocked this for me. Genesis 29, oh, excuse me, 39 verse 2. I'm, I'm just going to quote it from memory. You know, so you can go back and listen to it or go back and read it yourself. But I'm going to, uh, I kind of look at it from the perspective of the Amplified Classic. So it says real simply in there that Joseph was brought down to Potiphar's house to Egypt and he was a slave. And it says in the word, though he was a slave, he was a successful and prosperous man. That's what it says. Go back and read it for yourself. Now, I've said this before. If you took two people, took two people and put them up on a stage, you put one guy on the right-hand side and had him dressed in a, you know, uh, sharp, you know, executive, you know, pinstripe suit, hair slicked back, all right? He's got the little uh, handkerchief thing on his side, real bold red tie, okay? Nice looking shoes. If you had him up on there and then you had a guy it was half naked, basically looked dirty as can be, and you know was actually in handcuffs. <laughs> All right, who would you say, from appearance-wise, was successful or was already successful? Well, I'm going to go ahead and give it away to you. It's actually the guy on the on the the latter part of that, the guy that looks like a tramp, the guy that looks you know worthless, because that's what Joseph looked like. At that moment when this, you know, whole entire thing was kind of unfolding. Joseph was a slave. And in our society today, we don't like talking about slaves. We don't talk about slavery, all right? But though he was a slave, he was still a successful and prosperous man. Why? 
Man, that's good. Why? If you go in there and read, read that account. Why? Because the Lord was with Joseph. Boom. <laughs> and when I got this revelation, guys, when I got this revelation, I pumped the brakes on me sitting there thinking, okay, I've got to set this goal right here and I've got to, you know, have this amount of money in the bank account or, you know, I've got to have this amount of sales in my sales goal, you know, and then, you know, whenever I accomplish those things, you know, then I'll know that I'm a success, right? There's a key word, then I'll know. (laughs) No, 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 no. That's how the old Tyler was functioning. The old Tyler was all about sitting there looking at when I accomplish these things, then I'll feel successful. Well, can I just tell you that's a that's a formula for failure right there because you will always, always, with that mindset, be living in your future, but you'll be miserable in your presence. And when you're, you know, constantly out there thinking about, okay, when I get here, I'm going to be successful or I'll feel successful. That's what Tyler thought. And trust me, you know, if I was sitting across the table from the <laughs> young Tyler, I'd say, don't do that. Don't have that mindset. Rid yourself of the mindset of trying to get there. Instead, go ahead and receive and accept the success that is already yours. You don't have to try to work for it. All right? Yeah, you heard me. You don't have to work for your success. Your success has already been given to you as a birthright in Christ Jesus. Because you could go one step further beyond what actually Joseph was. Because in the Old Testament, you know, the saints of God did not have the Spirit, Holy Spirit, inside of them. They had, you know... He would come upon certain people, but guess what? In the New Testament, because of what Jesus has done, this is why you want to become a Christian, (laughs) is because Holy Spirit comes and dwells inside of you, and you have Him with you all the time. So, this this was the key revelation for me, is that, you know, I didn't have to try to sit there and pursue success anymore. I didn't have to try to be successful. I didn't have to go and think, okay, if I accomplish ABC, you know, this year or in five years, or if I'm, you know, living in my own house or whatever, then then I'm a success. This is the mindset that I had. No, 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 no. It wasn't external. It was all internal. Let me actually go back into my notes. (laughs) I haven't even looked at my notes right now. So, Proverbs 10.22 the blessing of the Lord, it makes rich, and he has no sorrow with it, all right? So the blessing is what is going to empower you to prosper in this world. And as you go forth, there's going to be no sorrow added with it. Those blessings will not have any any kind of sorrow with it. The world's way of success has a high price tag. That price tag is misery, trust me, toil heartache, sweat, when you pursue uh, the world's way of success, that's exactly what will happen to you. Hang on, let me get a quick sort of coffee. Excuse me. But you know what? 
it says God guarantees success. God's brand of success is has no it, the price tag of that is you, you just receive and there's no toil with it. There's no heartache. There's no misery with it. Okay? Now, mind you, are there's going to be, you know, when you kind of step over that line of believing that way, trust me, the enemy will not like that. And the enemy, his number one goal is to get you to disbelieve or get you to stop your faith from being activated or being applied to that belief that you're already successful. All right? He'll do that, you know, he'll try to get you, here's one thing he'll try to get you to do, he'll try to get you to start saying negative things. You know, and what what are negative things? And a negative thing might be like, you know, I just never can get ahead, right? That's a negative thing said. Or, I'm never going to be successful, <laughs> right? You, those, those negative things right there. Or, you know what? I just seem never to have enough. Or, I, I, I never can, you know, get on top. Everybody seems to always be getting ahead of me, right? Negative things. He's going to try to get you to say with your mouth these negative things. And you have to... Filter your brain, filter your mouth, and not saying that. The other thing he's going to do, he's going to get you off of the word. All right, he's going to try to divert you from actually spending time in the word. Now, watch this. This is huge for me. One of the things that, as I was trying to be successful, this is pre before I got this revelation. One thing Satan did and did very well is. He, and it was just a deception that I didn't realize it, but he tried to make my assignment more of a priority than me spending time or me having a relationship with my Heavenly Father. Now, let me, let me kind of set that up real quick. So as I was... Uh, coming of age or, you know, whenever I was, you know, I had actually developed this habit when, you know, when I was in high school and college of actually spending time in the morning, you know, in the word of God. And I was seeing some really, really good success. Well, when I got into the, you know, into outside of college, I started to take on this mindset of, all right, you know, man, I, I see this thing right here that I want to you know, that I feel like God's called me to, and I'm going to pour myself into this. I'm going to work my butt off. Um, notice that here's saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to work my butt off to working at this, you know, task or this, you know, job or this business, whatever it was at the time. I'm going to work, work it off because maybe this is what God's got me. So obviously God wants me to work at it. So I need to work at it all the time. And so much so that the actual assignment, or the, what I looked at as the assignment, began to choke or began to, you know, dilute my time or my relationship with my Heavenly Father. I still talked to God. I still had, you know, every now and then, you know, a quick little 
devotion, you know, time. But man, I tell you, everything changed whenever 2008 hit, happened and I reached a pinnacle of achievement or I, de- you know, thought was achievement. And I got to the top of that mountain and I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> this isn't any fun. And where God called me out and asked me to come away with him. And as I came away with him, man, awesome things began to happen with he and I. And I began to rediscover my relationship and my foundation and my, and my you know, who I was in him. And this is where I just started to develop these concepts and actually this, you know, that I'm not supposed to chase success down. Last thing I'll say is one of the tactics. I mean, there's many tactics of the enemy, obviously. You know, I just labeled off, you know, a deception of the enemy. Deception is huge. One of the other ones is uh, guilt, uh, a guilty past. That's another opportunity of the enemy is that, you know, if you've had a past, you know, full of, you know, uh, maybe wrongful things that you've done or, you know, past regrets or things that you've done to other people, trust me, the enemy wants to use that against you. Very much so. And guess, you know, here's the thing. When you come under Christ, when you actually become born again, a child of the Most High God, all that's gone. It says real clearly in in Romans 8, now there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. It's basically like God has taken the whole thing and wiped your slate clean. There's no more guilt. So anytime you experience guilt of something you might have done in your past, all that is is a tactic of the enemy to try to bring you down. All right? You have to recognize that and say, nope, not going to have it. Not going to have it. Now, let me give you real quickly God's success formula. All right? I've said it multiple times in multiple podcast episodes. Uh, people have talked about it as I've interviewed them. But I'm going to give you the real quick three things. And it's simple. Three things. All right? So here it is. You ready for it? Number one, start thinking the Word of God. Yep. Start thinking the Word of God. Well, if you, the way you got to think, you know, about the Word of God is you got to actually put it in you. You know, you can, you know, there's really no excuse for somebody, in my opinion, all right, not to get the Word of God inside of you. I'll give you a for instance. Yesterday, I had to get up real early. I had to drive, you know, uh, almost two hours to my first appointment, all right, in Jacksonville, and um, I didn't have time to actually sit down and read the Word. So what did I do? I got up. I got um, as I was taking a shower. I put on some praise and worship music. Began to praise and worship the Lord. All right, on my phone, and then I opened up my as I was brushing my teeth, combing my hair, doing all those different things, then what did I do? I popped on, you know, my uh, YouVersion app, opened up the Bible, and had the Bible actually read to me the book of Proverbs, whatever that chapter was that day, and some uh, other scripture that I was uh, reading at that time. Okay? And that was it. It wasn't like I sat there for an hour or two hours, you know, and had this huge experience with God. No, I took just some 
short period of time, put the word in, so it can go in me, and then I began to think about that word throughout my day. All right, I began to kind of took one scripture that I had that day, and that that was just a simple example. I mean, this morning's different. I had time where that I'll have to have an appointment. I have to have to get out of my um, you know hotel room you know immediately right now, and I'm able actually to really kind of spend about 30 minutes, 40 minutes in the word. And trust me, I've, I'll be thinking about that. Now, another thing that helps me out is actually having some different podcasts that actually talk about the word. All right. And I'd listen to those as I'm driving. So I'm constantly able to think on the word. And I've, i get this from success. This isn't Tyler's, you know, coming with this is what the word says and this is how I'm able to put it in and constantly think about the word right the next thing is start talking the word yep so now all of a sudden this is where the the actual thinking once you kind of get it planted in your heart all of a sudden out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks so instead of saying those negative things of like I never can get ahead or you know you know I always seem like I'm you know falling behind or I never have enough or I'm not good enough you know to get that promotion or get whatever it is you need to start to say the word right what would the word say you know man according to Philippians 419 my God shall supply all of my need according to riches and glory in Christ Jesus Deuteronomy 28 I'm the head, not the tail. I'm above only, not beneath. Right? You start saying these scriptures out loud with your mouth to counteract the negative thinking or negative, you know, uh, things that have been going on with your thinking. Right? And guess what will happen? The third thing is start doing the word. Well, as you start to think on the word, as you start to speak the word, what will happen is... The word, it says this in Proverbs, I believe, chapter 6. It says the word likes to start to talk to you. Holy Spirit, literally inside of you, will start to talk to you, give you guidance, give you, you know, direction, give you, you know, unction, or cause favorable situations to happen. Okay? And gang, by doing just those three, three simple things right there, success will no longer be a chase for you. Success will actually come and find you. It says that in actually Deuteronomy 28, verse 2. Go and read it. It says it will actually overtake you. It will come find you out. I mean, it says that in Psalms 23. That surely goodness and mercy shall find you or follow you all the days of your life. It's going to follow you. Notice it's chasing you down. (laughs) Right? Isn't that good? So, Success Edge community, I love you guys. I appreciate you. Know this, that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper, you walk in divine health, spirit of breakthroughs on you. And gang, we'll catch you guys on the other side.